Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. With the second phase of the government's uh, reopening roadmap fast approaching and people beginning to return to work, there are calls for resources to be used for the improvement of public transport nationally, including in Limerick. And uh, the General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Union, Dermot O'Leary, believes that in a post-pandemic world, spend on public transport should be spread more evenly across the country and not just invested in the capital, Dublin. So to hear more about this, we're joined on the line by Dermot O'Leary and Tom Dowling, who's a good friend of the Limerick Today show and has uh, spoken out numerous times about public transport in Limerick. Uh, good morning to both of you and thank you for morning. joining us. Um, so Dermot, morning, uh, you're thinking about things like the massive Metro North project in um, Dublin um, going to cost billions and wondering, well, could we use it in places like Limerick and Cork better? Yeah, look, I'll give you the, I suppose, the macro view as far as the National Bus and Rail Union are concerned and obviously our expertise is in, is in um, transport, public transport and I'll defer to local knowledge in terms of the, the streetscape such as it is in Limerick. But certainly um, what, I, what we've been saying to the teachers and other party leaders over the last 10 days is that uh, in a post-pandemic world where uh, a hole in the ground, as you could call it, in Dublin, uh, as, as badly needed as, as infrastructure is needed in the capital, that could cost anything up to four, five, six, seven billion. Uh, and the figures vary depending on who you ask on a given day. Uh, could that money not be better used uh, spread across the country? And again, look, there are a lot of moving parts in the debate around the e- economic or the, the state of the economy, I should say, uh, post-pandemic uh, crisis. And again, the Fiscal Council were out overnight talking about a deficit of at least $23 billion this year, and, and that will fall to uh, $13 billion next year. And decisions are hard decisions will have to be made. Obviously, Joe, uh, politicians, particularly on the national scene, uh, won't be rushing to cancel any projects or ditch projects like the Metro. Uh, it's not a popular thing to do, and uh, politicians, when it comes to leadership, sometimes are lacking. But certainly in terms of the of the letter we wrote and the coverage in the Limit Leader and other media platforms, we certainly say, could you not get a better bang for your buck if you looked at uh, cities like Limerick, in fact, where there's been continuous problems with congestion and traffic and uh, parking issues there and, and lack of bus lanes and all that goes with that and I'm sure Tom will, will fill you in in a lot more detail than I can on that one uh, but certainly we should look, be looking at the concept of a, a bus rapid transit which I suppose for people who don't understand what that is it's basically uh, a Lewis or a tram uh, on wheels with dedicated road space uh, and I suppose what's significant about it Joe, that it's in, in I think 150 countries worldwide at the moment uh, and of those there's about 56 cities in Europe for example that have it uh, and it works quite well for those people uh, in, in those cities. So it's, it, it's, it's, I suppose it's a debate opener, if you like, that we're trying to, I suppose, um, achieve here. And again, I suppose the media coverage has would indicate to us that we have achieved at least the opening of a debate. Right, yeah. What do you make of that, Tom Dowling? Well, um, first of all, I'd, I'd, I'd like to commend um, uh, Dermot and all his bus workers and um, technicians and, and maintenance people who provided the service throughout the COVID. It's not easy when everybody else is sitting at home and you're providing a service and putting your, yourself at danger. So I, I fully come to mention on that. In in terms of um, service in Limerick, I think we all know it's one of the worst in the country and it's been like that for years. And there doesn't seem to be any emphasis from Bus Aaron, the government, or the local county council to do anything about it. 
So um, I hope this is this is the right time that people will um, take note and make changes. In terms of the um, the situation between Dublin and Limerick, yeah, there's a massive divide, but I don't think it's a case of playing off one with the other. I mean, the services in Dublin, Dublin has 1.2 million people. Limerick is 100,000, and there's a lot of public transport required for both Limerick and for Dublin. And the Metro North has been kicked around for the last 20 years in Dublin, and it's about time that Dublin uh, grew up and had a proper underground service like most other cities in, in the country, or in the world, I should say. Mm. But the uh, idea term, of, of, term, a, of a rapid transport yeah. you know, corridor, uh, as was outlined there by Dermot? That's, that's, a, that's a perfectly reasonable um, uh, scenario to put forward for Limerick. I mean, they have, a, a, it's not a bar system they have in Belfast, but they have a glider system. I don't know whether you're aware of that. Uh, it's, a, it's a small system to start out with, but it's a very effective system, and they went from zero to that in a couple of years in Belfast. So that's certainly an idea that should be put forward. It a was what? put forward as an option how does in that, Dublin. How does that work? Well, it's, it's kind of like it's got its own corridor. It's segregated. Uh, it's an elongated bus, so it's similar to what you have, um, the green bus that goes around Limerick. But it's, it's, it's got its own dedicated corridor. It pretty much acts like a Lewis, but it's a bus on wheels. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, we have plans coming out of our ears in Limerick at the moment. We have the O'Connell Street revitalisation plan and cause for that to be revised. Uh, we obviously have Project Opera. Uh, the latest one is this local reopening Limerick plan. And to be honest, trying to get information on that is like get, trying to get the third secret of Fatima right now. I, I, I don't know why it's being so delayed or held, cards so close to the chest. It's been talked about in the media, but I think we're still waiting to see uh, sorry, what Joe. exactly is in it. Yes. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Tom. Look, in, in, in relation to some of the points that Tom makes, and again, look, I, I think you'll find a consensus between the two of us, generally speaking. Uh, I will say this, that uh, it's easy to point the finger. I'm not here to speak on behalf of us here, and I spend more time arguing with them than I do defending them. But it's important that your listeners uh, understand, and, and quite an amount of them do at this stage, but the National Transport Authority are now the masters of all this survey in terms of transport. And bus airmen can't move a bus stop or can't move a one a, a jot, can't move a minute on a timetable, for example, unless the National Transport Authority sanction it. So bus airmen have no control and, and no role whatsoever to play uh, other, than, other than providing the drivers and the maintenance people that Tom uh, uh, rightly praises there in fairness. So it's the National Transport Authority. And the other issue, I suppose, in relation to Limerick and indeed other cities, and again, look, the local information fed into me over, over recent years would be that attempts made, for example, to put a bus corridor all the way from the Limerick University out to Raheen uh, abruptly stopped in around Punches Cross, which I'm familiar enough with. And again, my understanding is that there was a, a political, I suppose, an NBAism, if you want to put it that way, pressure from residents at that time not to cast not any special than any residents out there. But if, if you're going to provide something like a bus rapid transit, which debate, the debate should be about, I think, uh, then you need to, uh, to persuade people to come on board, the stakeholders uh, and those people, the residents, to come on board and understand that there is, this system is needed. In terms of the metro situation uh, uh, that Tom uh, refers to, I suppose, again, significantly, not alone with the Fiscal Council over overnight, but back on the 22nd of April, uh, Minister Pascal O'Donoghue was on News Talk Breakfast, uh, and he referred, and we turned to the radar, uh, he referred to the fact that the likes of the Metro now could be delayed again for another 10 years. His words, not mine. 
So again, the, the debate has to happen. Yeah, uh, but, if but we I, have money, if we have money, but can, Tom can we Downing, the I mean, is it your sense though that it's now or never for Limerick because of the COVID nineteen pandemic that it, it's done an awful lot of harm, but has it created an opportunity on this public well, transport? It, 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 it has, and I'm sorry for, for, for dominating, uh, Tom. There, but it, it has. But I mean, and there, there's, there's a lot of factors at play here. A lot I, of I'm sorry, I'm under a bit of time pressure here. No, yeah. I have to, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Back yeah. In, well, well, you're running well, well, My correspondence to the leaders, uh, including the teacher, was five pages long. You'd yeah. appreciate. So a lot of it was, was climate change yeah. as well. No, that's and fair enough. But, but, no, hang on, no, hang on. I have to, Tom. Back in. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, look, look, it, 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 it is the ideal time to relook at everything. But like we know, Limerick on a whole is behind on everything. Galway, Limerick, and Dublin were able to publish their plans last week in terms of mobility. Limerick has still to do it, and even though I heard politicians on the radio talking about it yesterday, there's still no sign of it. So Limerick needs to wake up. It's the third city in the country. Let's start making the city a more livable city for people, uh, a, a place of quality of life where people can live and move about freely. We don't have that in Limerick. Okay. So it's time to do that. We're also planning in isolation. We're planning a new school for 1,000 students out at, um, at the roundabout and Grudy roundabout. It has no provision for public transport built into that plan. So they're going to build a, a, a school out there with 1,000 pupils and everyone is still going to be driven to that school. That is a massive mistake. And the council were aware of it and they did nothing about it. Right. The Transport Authority were aware of it. Okay. They did well, nothing sorry, about it. It's time did, that did we they, walk they not go back, Did they not go back to the planners on some aspects of uh, the traffic management in that area? And there wasn't one single mention of public transport in there. Right. Okay. Uh, thank you very much to Tom Dowling, who's a good friend of the Limerick Today show and uh, speaks regularly on public transport issues, and Dermot O'Leary there, uh, the General Secretary of the National Bus and Rail Union, for your time. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hsc.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.